0: Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you're listening to a Lockdown Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's Morphin' Time. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia of News San Antonio on Fox 29 San Antonio Spurs Zone. Your San Antonio Spurs will get back in action tonight as they host the Minnesota Timberwolves the Spurs are hoping hoping for their seventh win on the season. I know that sounds crazy, but, um, hey, uh, they also have a four-game home losing streak, so there's that. And also, the Spurs do have 11 games in a row of Ws versus Minnesota, but something thinks that that might come to an end tonight. Other than that, hopefully for the best. But we're not going to be talking about the game Uh, with the holiday season and Thanksgiving tomorrow. We want to get the fan perspective. Basically, what should fans be thankful for? Uh, in this season, I know that's tough, but in this season of the Spurs, despite the fact they're six and twelve, there's gotta be something that fans can hang their hat on and be thankful for the silver black. And also, what about all these DeMar DeRozan, Ellen May? The players are unfollowing each other on IG and whatnot. You know, fan the fans are going nuts right now about that. Basically, what do fans have to say about that aspect? Well, so I figured, why not have a fan post, um, or at least a fan guest, come on this episode of Locked on Spurs. And we're going to be talking about, first up, this whole DeMar DeRozan, the Marcus Aldridge, the, the IG situation. They're unfollowing each other left and right. We're going to be doing that with a big Spurs fan. He's a longtime listener of Locked on Spurs and one of the biggest um, you know, fans of the show. You know him, you love him. Rudy Campos, big Spurs fan. Rudy, welcome to Locked on Spurs. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. So listen, Rudy, today you have a big task ahead of you. You're going to be representing the fan base. And right off the bat, the first thing that fans are talking about right now is getting DeMar DeRozan or Ellen May out of San Antonio. And it all started with a Miami Herald article. Now, Rudy... I don't think we need to rehash what happened. Pretty much that article proposed that Miami should sh- seek out DeMar DeRozan or LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, the reaction of a fan base
1: was kind of excited. Why do you yeah. think
0: fans want these two guys out of San Antonio?
1: They basically see that the uh, it's not working at all. It's what a fan base sees, you know, as we all see. It's not working. Marcus Alters has been here for a while already. DeMar DeRozan just doesn't look like he wants to be here. And that's something that Spurs fans, you know, we want players that want to play here. a la Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili, David Robinson. And these guys just don't look like they want to be here. So when they're not interested, the fans are not interested. So that's why we got excited. And fan base gets excited when we hear moves being made or attempting to be made. Well, listen here,
0: Rudy, um, The one issue I have with the fan base right now regarding that Miami Herald article is this. That was just a speculation article. That was just the author proposing a deal. And as a matter of fact, Rudy, that same article flat out said in a paragraph by itself that the author has no information that the Spurs are shopping DeMar DeRozan or LaMarcus Aldridge to Miami. Yet the fan base are completely ignoring that. Is it that bad, Rudy? Is it so bad that fans want to see perhaps, arguably, the two best Spurs players shipped out of town?
1: We've seen this before in the history of the Spurs. When the Spurs start off slow, a lot of the fan base is like, we need to trade somebody. We need to make a move now instead of letting the process work out. Me, as a longtime Spurs fan, I've been through the dark times, You know, back when we had uh, Alvin Robertson, Willie Anderson, those guys. Uh, been to the Robinson Duncan era and now facing this era, it's it's just a matter of patience by fans. We've got to have patience, but I do agree with most fan bases that a move needs to be made. But you are correct; there was no indication that the Spurs were shopping them. But I I basically credit all this to ESPN and their their fantasy trade uh, machine because it allows everybody to try this and that, this and that, and that's what riles up a lot of fans. So they can make see something that works on on screen, basically.
0: Rudy, do you do fans understand this kind of dilemma that the Spurs are in? If you pretty much, you know, part with either LMA or DeMar Demar or both, you're pretty much throwing away the season. That's, that's it. You're throwing Mm -hmm. in the towel. Um, That means likely no playoffs. That means still racking up L's. Mm -hmm. Do you think that would bother the fan base?
1: Honestly, Jeff, I really do because a lot of the fans, all they know is winning. I mean, you're talking 20 plus years of winning, making the playoffs. That's all they know. They don't understand a rebuild process or, you know what, we're not going to be good enough to compete. So let's build for the future. They've already got pieces in place to build for the future. But a lot of fans don't see a Lonnie Walker, you know, excelling in his, you know, in his uh, position. They see a little bit of DeJounte now that he's struggling. They think Derek White was the man, but he's kind of on the ball still. So we've already started building for the future, but I don't think the fan base will accept not making the playoffs, even if you make these moves.
0: Yeah, look, I'm, I'm a bit of a different uh, viewpoint. Uh, I think Spurs fans will be okay if the team continues to rack up some losses, even if they part ways with their two you uh, know, arguably best players, uh, simply mm-hmm. because of the fact that you do give burn to the young kids. You do give mm-hmm. burn to Lonnie Walk. You do maybe even call up Keldon, Luca, or or Weatherspoon, or maybe some other gems they have in Austin in the G League to get run. Yeah. And I, I think that will be a nice trade-off with fans. But let me ask you, Rudy, since you are the fan voice today, you realize that trading away DeMar DeRozan will likely not only let's put it this way, it will stop the Spurs being one of the better offensive teams. Let's face it, this Spurs team is more offensive-minded. We know that they can put up points. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you lose that, and the Spurs are just going to circle the drain, Rudy.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. But, you know, I think what what it comes down to is Coach Pop in the sense of it's not necessarily his fault, but he has a system. And these players don't fit his system right now. Even the young guys don't fit his system. So if this is Coach Pop's last year, and you decide to keep, you know, DeMar and maybe get rid of uh, LaMarcus Aldridge or keep both of them, actually, because LaMarcus is under contract for next year as well. Uh, and you get a new coaching staff in here, Ala Becky or even a Tim. Uh, we don't know how these players are going to play under them. So as of right now, the way the team's built under for Coach Pop, it's not his, you know, his team per se. He He's a defensive minded guy. Everybody knows that. We don't have defensive player, defensive minded players on this team right now.
0: Yeah, the 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 Spurs are pretty much in the pickle right now, and I think fans know that. Do uh, you know if if they do trade their uh, bigger stars, you know, you're pretty much throwing away the season. It's it's a wrap, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and um, that playoff streak is going to end, and that's that. You know, but if you keep, um, let's just say Demar Derozan, then you're still in that pickle. Do the Spurs re-sign him down the road? Do what if he picks up that that his player option? What if no team wants him? in the offseason, and he's like, well, my best offer is the player option I have on the table, and he picks that up. That's $27 million that the Spurs are on the hook for next season. Personally, okay. I think if he plays out the whole season, he does not get traded. Um, you know, The Spurs are even then in a worse situation because he could just walk and the Spurs get nothing. Exactly. I, I mean, Rudy, how do you assess this? I mean, let's put it this way. Are the Spurs SOL no matter how they see this?
1: Basically. Yeah. I mean, you trade away your best assets and you get younger players, maybe a couple of draft picks in return. You hope for the best that they work out, but you are sacrificing a season or you keep them and you, there's even no guarantee. They're going to make the playoffs with these guys. So yeah, I mean, they are in a big pickle. I agree. But if it was me as part of the fan base, I'm looking at it like this. we need to, We need to move on from what we have now, in my opinion, and build for the future because our future looks a lot brighter than what most people think and i'm thinking that probably within two years with good drafts which the Spurs or draft are fantastic uh player or guys when they draft they draft fantastic players so i think a couple of years we'll be back to being competitive and you know i don't know how many more for a championship but i know I like a couple of years we will be competitive so i say get rid of them now
0: really do spurs fans know that even if they do the proverbial tank this season there is not really you know, your your Tim Duncans, your uh, Michael Jordans, your uh, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryants in this upcoming draft. I mean, you know, there's a lot of hype for Wiseman, but, you know, he does he's not at that level. Um, do fans understand that?
1: No, they don't. I mean, because of the emergence of guys of Luka Doncic, Trey Young, uh, you've seen Zion Williamson, which everybody's on board with him. I have not been on board with Zion. Uh, but you've got John Moran. You got a lot of young guys that are coming out, and they're making a name for themselves in the league. And that's what Spurs fans are hoping—that lightning strikes for them. They get, you know, uh, James Wiseman. They maybe he's the guy that's going to be filling in, you know, for the Lamarcus Aldridge. We don't know. I mean, when you draft players, it's all a gamble every single time. Even Tim Duncan was a gamble. As for as a surefire player as he was, every draft is a every draft every guy you draft is a gamble and. That's what Spurs fans need to realize, is no matter where we pick, you have to draft what's best for the team, and it's always going to be a gamble. But this is a very deep draft. So I would expect that if they do get a lottery pick, it's going to be a very good player.
0: Yeah, look, the the Spurs season, uh, definitely, in in my opinion, Rudy, I don't know how you feel, but I think this is uncharted territory to lose um, and is bringing out. Kind of the worst mm-hmm. of the Spurs fans on social media. You know, you see them going at each other, you see them being chair oh, yeah. GMs and you know, biting at each other and stuff like that. Yeah. And again, the years of success with Timmy, Tony, Amanu, and Bob are done. And we're seeing the Spurs transition into a different phase. Here's the big question be- um, you know before we move on. How much is this to blame on Popovich and RC Buford when he was the GM?
1: You know, as far as the GM positions are going, as far as, you know, the way they get players by draft or by signing, I put zero, zero blame on them as far as that goes, because they've got to fill out the roster and they're filling out the roster as best as they can. It's not like everybody's knocking on San Antonio's door to come down to San Antonio. So they have to fill it out as best as they can with what is available. Now, as far as drafting goes, their drafting is spot on. Yeah, you haven't seen the emergence of Lonnie Walker. But, again, you've got to let him develop. He was good in Summer League. He was good in Austin. But that doesn't mean anything when it comes to NBA play. So I have zero blame for both of them. I do have a small amount of blame for Pop as far as coaching goes. I know a lot of people said fire Pop. I thought he needs to retire, yada, yada, whatever. Pop can adjust. And I feel that he just needs to find that correct rotation that a lot of people are talking about, hey, we need Derek and it. I'm saying, no. Leave it up to him. Trust him. Because I feel Pop's the type of guy where if it's just not going to work and he can't get it to work anymore, he knows to step down and move away because the game has passed him on. He's not a stubborn guy when it comes to that.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, again, another um, divisive topic, you know, Popovich and the rotations and how much is he to blame? Um, when I look at the situation the Spurs right now, I look at one guy, one guy only. That's well, maybe it's several guys. That's Kawhi Leonard. Um, exactly. I think exactly. the Spurs are in this situation because of... Uh, this is pretty much the aftermath of uh, Kawhi Leonard signing to bolt and forcing his way out of San Antonio. Say what you will about the injury and who did what and this and that. I think mean, Popovich even said there was going to go around with everybody. But you're seeing the fallout of that. The Spurs, at that time, were seemingly okay. You know, he turned out to set towards the end of his career. Kawhi Leonard's emerging you know, build around him. Like, this is what it is. Um, there are some blame as far as when it came to trading him, you know, if it's true that the Lakers offered you know, what they did offer, so reportedly, you know, hard and you new know, ground picks mm-hmm. and whatnot, and this person didn't bite because sending him to the Lakers, you know, would have been, you know, within the conference. You know, there's a little part of me that says, you got to put that aside, you know, if that was the best deal, you'd go for it. And even it means him shipping within the conference because the Spurs would have gotten back some great young talent. Um, now, now, I'm not knocking DeMar DeRozan. You know, he's a great offensive yeah. player. He's been an all-star. You know, Purtle is Purtle, and he's a solid glue guy, you know. He, he, he knows his role. And, yeah, you know, but if you look at what happened, you know, I'm kind of saying, Pop, he's forget know the lakers reportedly offered the better deal i again, this is all just fallout from Kawhi leonard demanding his way yeah. out of san antonio what
1: do exactly. you think rudy i i completely agree you know as far as off of uh popping rc's you know i guess off of their back and jumping on the Kawhi. It, it exactly is what you said i mean this is the fallout you originally drafted a player who turns out to be an MVP candidate year in year out They traded traded for him. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they did trade for him. I'm sorry, uh, with Indiana. But he did get a player that, you know, he's he's that next player, that next generational player that you want to build around. He screwed the city of San Antonio by doing what he did. You know, we don't know the true backstory behind everything. But, yeah, this is the fallout. You know, it happens. And to remind Spurs fans, this could have happened years back when Tim might have signed with Orlando. So, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't experience it then, but we're experiencing it now yeah. and we just have to move forward and hey, whatever, wherever the dominoes fall, they fall. But I'm, I guarantee you this is an organization that continues to move forward and build for the future, no matter if they're championship contenders or, you know, basement dwellers, they're still going to contend, they're still going to contend night in, night in and night out and they're still going to put a team out there to contend no matter what happens.
0: Circling back uh, to the point of this segment, and that being you know, Demar Derozan and trade rumors, uh, whatnot. You know, we pretty much tackled that. You know, we talked about the article saying, you know, this is all speculation. There's no concrete. We talked about the fans, wind them out and saying it's not working. The lack of defense. Uh, you know, the young players they have, and how Demar, you know, maybe not so much LMA, but maybe Demar, the position he plays, is clogging up minutes for the young guys. But Another aspect of that is this whole IG thing, Instagram, you know, DeJounte unfollowing the Spurs and Patty Mills unfollowing LaMarcus Aldridge and whatnot. <sighs> Rudy, to me, there's like a lot of high school stuff here. Like, oh, you're not following me and you're not following him. In my opinion, I think this is nothing. In my opinion, if there was something, I think by now you there would have been a, a woge bomb or Somebody would have reported it by now. That yeah, you know, yeah. something brewing. Here it is, um, and this whole thing about Patty unfollowing so and so and this, you, you know, that's not even true. He's still following the majority of the players that supposedly are not. He's not following anymore. Uh, yeah. What do you make of this whole Instagram unfollowing thing?
1: Man, it's you know, it's another case of you know Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero or The OC or some high school sitcom you know like that that people used to watch back in the day it, it it's it's just childish it's high school stuff man like you said i don't buy into it you know demar there's been times where demar has cleared his entire instagram before and they a lot of people say he just does that that follow him for a very long time he does that from time to time but just clear his instagram off and start fresh you know shouldn't have to buy into it if Dejounte doesn't follow the spurs well I don't even know if he followed this first to begin with that no one has ever really come out and say that I've seen. So, I mean, it's just people reading into everything because you hear of a trade quote unquote rumor that goes around, they start digging into everything and people that are real fans are digging and digging and digging. Oh, he's not following him. He's not doing this. What is going on? It's just social media. It has nothing to do with, you know, trades or anything like that in the game. So yeah, I wouldn't buy it at all. I, I just kind of brush it off and, you know, scroll past it when I'm on Twitter and stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I'm the same camp. I, I don't think, I think there's much to do about nothing. Um, yeah. You know, DeJounte Murray just re-upped, you know, with the team you know, by rules. He cannot be traded for X amount of months. Uh, he loves San Antonio. I think the Spurs are invested in him long-term. Um, mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Patty Mills, you know, he's a Spur, you know He's their heart and soul right now, and arguably maybe their leader on the court. Um, it's all stuff. Now, I'm not saying that come trade deadline, you know, midseason, th- that rumors revolving around LMA or even DeMar DeRozan, more, more likely, are going to pop up. And I get that. Mm-hmm. And that makes more sense. But right now, I just don't see anything brewing right now. And I think fans are pretty much latching onto anything they can just to have a little bit of drama and (laughs) it is what it is and we'll see how it plays out again I'm not saying that there may not be any smoke revolving around DeMar DeRozan there could be and we saw it earlier this season with the report that the Magic reached out to San Antonio that is legit that was concrete this Miami Herald article was just speculation and the author said he has no information that the Spurs are even shopping the so,
1: but you know, fans don't realize it's a GM doing his job every day. A GM is going to contact a team in regards to a player; they have to. It's their job. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's their job. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's all. It's that's what they got to do. All right. So when we get back, we're going to continue our fan show uh, as our guest, Rudy Compos, is going to talk to us about why Spurs fans should be thankful with Thanksgiving tomorrow about this season six and twelve Spurs. Let's continue our chat with Rudy Campos. He is the voice of the fan today on this special episode of Lockdown Spurs, the fan edition. Rudy, give out your Twitter handle so people can follow you.
1: Yeah, for Twitter,
0: it's at sweeptheleague. All right, there you go. Simple enough, at sweeptheleague. Give Rudy a follow. All right, mm-hmm. you have a tall task ahead of you now. Spurs fans are right. not happy with this season. Spurs fans are not happy with the record, 6-12. and Spurs fans are not happy with the fact that you're just coming off an eight-game losing streak. But, mm. despite all that, and if you can, it is in the spirit of Thanksgiving, Rudy. What are, give me three things that the Spurs fans should be thankful about this season, Spurs.
1: Well, you know, one thing right off the bat is you've got to be thankful for the rich history that the Spurs have brought to the city of San Antonio. I mean, in their long history, you're talking, what, five times they've missed the playoffs? in their in their long-time history. Be thankful for guys like, you know, uh, Captain Lane, Jim Silas. You've got George Gervin. you know, even the guys that I used to hear about and, you know, didn't really watch them, like uh, Kobe Dietrich and these guys. Uh, all the way to David Robinson, you know, David Robinson. You've had Tim Duncan, Managinovi, Tony Parker. The list goes on and on and on. That's the biggest thing to be thankful, no matter what struggles that the Spurs have this season. We've had a hell of a run, and to be one of the to be like the only franchise to have that kind of run is is remarkable. I mean, that's the biggest thing to be thankful for. And also, the current team. I mean, these guys are giving it their all, night in and night out. Even though it may not seem like it, because the record is what it is, you have to be thankful for these guys coming out, giving it up their all, playing for the fans, you know, playing for the city of San Antonio. Also, you know the the future is bright. We've got tons of talent. Keldon Johnson, Lucas Emonick, you've got Lonnie Walker still. Dejounte Murray and Derek White are they're really young still. I mean, the future is bright. So that's another thing to be thankful for. Is that, you know, it's kind of like at Christmas time coming up. It's the past, goes to past, goes to present, goes to future. And right now, the present isn't so great, but the future looks very bright. So that's the biggest thing to be thankful for Spurs fans, and you cannot be thankful for any more than that when it comes to the Spurs. Yeah,
0: you know, for me, you know, if I had to be you know, giving up my thanks, with it, again,
1: being the spirit of
0: Thanksgiving,
1: to um, mm-hmm.
0: I agree with you right there. I think the future is bright. I think the Spurs uh, fan base should be thankful that at least, you know, there's some potential right now, long-term. Yeah. You know, however the DeMar DeRozan, <coughs> excuse me, and LaMarcus Aldridge thing gets sorted, sorted out, you got guys like Kelsey Johnson, who's tearing up the Austin uh, Spurs right now in the J League. Yeah. Money yeah. Walker. At least seemingly, in the little time he's gotten, it looks like he could be an athletic freak. He did quite the same thing, you know, although he admitted that he is dealing with a foot injury since the last Memphis game. Yeah, it's been that long. So far, so good. And hopefully, DeJounte Murray will get back to form uh, pre injury. So, yeah, there's a lot to be thankful, at least for the future. And here's something else, too, I think Spurs fans should be thankful for. And it's simply this: is yeah, you, you know, without the Spurs, that, uh, you know, with the Spurs, would San Antonio would be on the map. Um, yeah, you, you know, would it be you know known as a, as a basketball mecca? You know, at least for South Texas, you know, you have the NCAA tournaments that come here, obviously the Spurs. Uh, you have uh, other type of basketball related activities thanks to the Spurs. And so there is that as well, and. Here's another thing, too, Rudy. and I'm going to put it out there. Another reason they should be thankful for is Popovich. Yeah, I know the fans are not happy with him of late this season, but uh, you know, without him, you know, maybe the Spurs don't win those titles. You know, maybe uh, they don't have uh, some of that championship pedigree and, and the prestige um, in the history of, of the San Antonio Spurs. And I know, Rudy, you're you're also probably thankful for. Uh, I don't know, Uncle Dennis, right? I know you're. I know
1: you miss him, right? (laughs) I am very thankful for Uncle Dennis. I've bought him a a few Christmas gifts that I hope to make it out to him this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I I, uh, just just to think
0: that that it's just weird. Just think that was part of Spurs history. The Spurs had Kawhi Leonard in uniform. The Spurs had this guy, and God, what could have been, Rudy.
1: yeah, you know you're you're a comic book guy just like I am. We're both big nerds in the comic book world, and you know the Dark Knight did have a a classic uh, line when it said it gets darkest, you know, before the dawn, mm-hmm. basically. And that's yeah. kind of what it's going to be. It, it, it's going to get dark before it get you know, before you see the light. And the light, you're right, Keldon Johnson. But fans keep a close eye on Lucas Simonic. This mm-hmm. guy is he was he was a hell of a talent overseas and he was projected to be an early not early but a lottery pick or you know right around the 15 to 20 range so to get him where we got him is is awesome and he's going to be a really special player there you go spoken from the fans mouth himself
0: okay when we get back we're going to put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown spurs as well as continue our chat with rudy Campos. Let's go ahead and uh, put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, Rudy. Once again, where can fans follow you on social media?
1: Yeah, social media as a uh, Twitter is at Sweep the League. Uh, we also I also have a uh, page Sweep the League on Facebook as well, so you can follow me there as well. And uh, what what do y'all do at Sweep the League? Sweep the League. We actually talk about everything and anything sports, um, basketball, football, anything like that, as well as uh, some of the issues that have come up recently. We had a discussion that's going to be released uh, probably this weekend about uh, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Uh, We've got a lot of great guests on there. So yeah, we talk anything and everything sports and it's a lot of fun.
0: You have a message for the fan base right now.
1: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers said it best. Relax. R E L A X. Relax. Everybody needs to chill. It's still early in the season. The Spurs are known. You know, they have been known to start off slow. So just let it go. Let it be. Enjoy the holiday season. Before you know it, they'll probably be on a 10, 11 game winning streak.
0: You, you know, I've been telling fans this when they've been asking me questions about the slow start to the Spurs and especially this IG thing and the trade rumor that really wasn't a rumor. It was just some guy speculating. Um, mm-hmm. He's talked about being a nerd and everything. Uh, I've been sending them the the famous Yoda message. Clear your mind of questions. That's <laughs> all you can do. Exactly. Clear your mind. Let it Let it be, you know. It's, it's going to be a situation like this. If they do trade away a uh, DeMar or LMA or maybe just one of them, then be happy because that means the young bucks are going to get run. If they keep them, okay, fine. They're just they're going to be somewhat competitive because of this offensive firepower, but and maybe they'll make the postseason. but you know, it is what it is. And there's nothing you can do about it. All right. Um, Rudy told you where you can follow him on social media and what he does for sweep the league. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs zone uh, Go to the Spurs Zone news for San Antonio, Fox29SanAntonio.com. Uh, everything under the sun when it comes to your San Antonio Spurs from a great documentary about Patty Mills' rise to the NBA, what he's doing in the community, to Lucas Amanich. What did Buford have to say about uh, the young uh, guy in Austin? And of course, this episode of Lockdown Spurs. And speaking of Lockdown Spurs, make sure to subscribe everywhere you get your favorite podcast. And if it's on iTunes, give us a bunch of stars. We would appreciate it. So, for Rudy Campos, the voice of the fan for today's episode, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.